Um, but yeah, let's go straight into this one. Um, and then we then we can look at the solutions, perhaps. Does banning single-use plastic even make a deny in the bigger problem of climate change? So this is from Colin's <laughs> Little Tete. Do you want to take the one, David? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. I, I think that it's one of the things that lots of countries are adapting, sort of, let's ban the, the single-use plastics and then um, we are all good. But I think I have to draw this um, understanding that there is nothing wrong with the material plastics. I think that a lot of people just go out and start, you know, saying all things because it's used in the medical field. It's used in uh, technology. I mean, it's a super good material. The problem with plastics is not with the material, it's with the people who use it. So how we use it and how we manage it is the problem. And I must say that at this particular moment, in this particular century, in this particular year, I don't think that banning single-use plastics is for every country. And I say this because of other strategies that if you do a feasibility analysis, you might think that, or you might get to know that it's way better off than to ban it. A typical example is we are currently doing a study in, in Rwanda, which we are just about starting. Wow. But from previous um, uh, conversations that we had, um, Rwanda has been able to execute a ban on single-use plastics for a couple of years now. But if you ask them, they are still going through challenges because they are like now an island in the northern part or in the eastern part of Africa who have banned single-use plastics. But the other countries, I mean, imagine, Adrian, you just go to Rwanda, you just dive, uh, yeah. get to the airport and they yeah. set your bags for plastics. <laughs> yeah. Whilst in any other country, you would never have that, right? I'm not saying yeah. it's bad, but that's, yeah. those are some of the challenges that we have. And if we don't tackle this kind of, you know, approach like banning single use plastics with a very thorough, you know, study and also see a feasibility of it in the surrounding country applicable in the, in the country itself, mm -hmm. then we might do it and it will bring lots of issues than yeah. it would have before. Okay. So I suggest that really before we dive into something like that, we really have to do like a good study. What are the alternative yeah. materials to replace it with? What are some of the supply chain that are already as, you know, working with the single-use plastics. And actually, it has to also deal with the human behavior. Are people <laughs> really willing to, you know, pay more? Because now sustainable materials are more expensive. If you have a plastic straw and someone has a metal straw, if you look at the prices, one, the metal straw is more expensive. And these are like, you know, things that we really have to think about. Is the government willing to subsidize these materials these are things that need to go in before the legalization comes in. And I think that's, that's the main approach. And of course, uh, in as much mm. as people are looking at the banning, 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 let's also <laughs> look at, you know, more like educating people on sometimes you go and buy wache by the roadside yeah. and you can take a container to go and take it and you just yeah. go and get this plastic, plastic bag. Thank you, know. you so much. Yeah, yeah. I don't like taking plastic bags of someone. When I'm buying something, I'm like, no, no, keep it, keep it, keep it. Even yeah. in Ghana, even in Ghana, they try and give it to me. I'm like, no, no, keep it, keep it, keep it. Let me exactly. use my own, own thing. I usually carry my rucksack if I'm cycling or whatever I'm doing, yep. right? Or yep. car, whatever. So I definitely agree with you that one. And it's quite funny you mentioned the whole banning single-use plastic in Rwanda because I'm sure you noticed my guest, Samuel um, Samuel yeah. Brooksworth, from yeah. remotely, he said the exact same thing. So I interviewed Samuel, Samuel Brooksworth, who owns Remotely, which is a virtual assistance company. Amazing. So Samuel, shout out to you. And um, it's fastest growing virtual assistance company in Africa. 
And he said the exact same thing. He went to Rwanda with his wife. As soon as he got to the airport, he, um, they noticed his wife had a plastic bag in her bag. And then they're like, he was like, what are you doing to my wife? You like, can't. oh, we have, you, you're not, you can't bring a plastic to the country. So this is fantastic border control, right? Yeah. So the way Ghana was treating COVID is the way yeah. they were treating the plastic bags. Exactly. In yeah. Rwanda. Mm -hmm. And that's why Rwanda is such a clean country. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. But the, 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 now the problem is, just like what you said, if Ghana tries to do that, it's all well and good. But one, do we have the infrastructure and the systems and the, and the education to do that? And two, if you do that, would it lead to some kind of society collapse? I don't know. Yeah. But to some extent, it could do. So very, yeah. very interesting point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, very, very powerful. Thank you.